Merry Christmas. It really is the most wonderful time of the year, isn't it? And it's not because of reindeer that dance or because of snowmen that sing. Christmas definitely isn't wonderful because of figgy pudding or moments spent under the mistletoe. Christmas is wonderful because we have been given the greatest gift of all time, a baby born in a manger. You know, when the angels made their pronouncement that night over Bethlehem so long ago, this is what they said. It's found in Luke chapter 2, verse 10. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This is Carol McLeod, your host, and I hope you'll join me every weekday from now until Christmas as we celebrate this season in a joyful, holy, and meaningful way. And may I just say it one more time, Merry Christmas. Do you remember when you were a child and you were waiting for Christmas to come? Do you remember that December was the longest month of the entire year and then? Do you remember Christmas Eve day? It seemed as if it would never end. The wait for something you love always seems so long. Well, part of the Christmas story is about the wait. Part of the Christmas story is about the timing of God in all of our lives. Luke chapter 1, 57 says this, Now the time had come for Elizabeth to give birth. Are you kidding me? The time had come. Elizabeth was almost 90 years old. Certainly at this time in history, a girl in her late teens or early 20s. Now that was the time for her to give birth. But a woman almost nine decades old, and that's God's timing? It seems ridiculous, doesn't it? You know, Elizabeth was too old to have a baby by human standards. Her body was no longer able to conceive and carry a child in the natural. Her days of ovulating and wondering if this would be the month she would get pregnant they were long over. Listen, when Elizabeth was young and was in her prime, she was unable to conceive then, while most women were giving birth to large families. The nursery in the home of Elizabeth and Zacharias had stayed empty. It had stayed painfully empty. There was no baby to be born in the home of this priest and his lovely wife. There was not a sliver of hope, not a dash of hope that Elizabeth and Zacharias would ever conceive a baby. I wonder if month after month the tears dripped down Elizabeth's wrinkled cheeks. I wonder if deep within the recesses of her heart, she said, God, there must be a way. There still has to be a way for me to have a child, for me to be a mom. If there's one thing that I know about God, it's this. God has a way of breaking all of the constraints of human standards. You see, God does not live by biological 
law. His ways are so much higher than our ways, and our God is well able to trump any limitation that we exhibit in our own human strength. And that includes sending a baby to a woman who's almost 90 years old. Now the time had come for Elizabeth to give birth. You know, this time in Elizabeth's life was not her chosen time. Her chosen time would have been decades earlier. But our God has a chosen time to answer the prayers of his children. I don't know what you're waiting for this year, but I can tell you this. God has heard your prayers and help is on the way. Oh, it might not come in your chosen time, but it will come indeed in God's chosen time. God has not forgotten you. He is not uninterested in your prayers, but God has an appointed time to deliver his answer to your world today. Now the time had come for Elizabeth to give birth, and she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and her relatives heard that the Lord had displayed his great mercy toward her, and they were rejoicing with her. Well, you bet they were. Talk about the understatement of the year in the word of God. Her neighbors and relatives were thrilled beyond thrilled that this old lady in the last years of her life finally was holding a baby boy in her arms. Her friends, can't you just see it, giving her showers and bringing meals every night to the home of the priest? Can you imagine the joy that was in the home of Elizabeth and Zacharias? Well, how does this translate to our lives today? What is the takeaway for those of us living in the 21st century? When God answers your prayers, the joy will be unimaginable. When I think about this scene in Bible history, and I, and I try to picture in my mind the women on the streets rejoicing and dancing and singing that a baby had been born to Elizabeth. Can you envision how their hands were lifted in praise to Yahweh? I can also picture another scene that's hidden between the words of Luke chapter 1, verses 57 and 58. I picture the nearly 100-year-old Zachariah looking into the eyes of his newborn baby boy. The old and the young meet in a moment of love, of pure, unconditional love. Now the time had come. God's timing in our lives will always bring joy that we could have never imagined on our own. And it happened on the eighth day. They came to circumcise the child, and they were going to call him Zacharias after his father. But his mother answered and said, No, indeed, he shall be called John. So who decided that he was going to be called Zacharias? Well, it was the friends and the relatives who had been rejoicing with Elizabeth and Zacharias. Surely the firstborn son, the only child, would be named after his daddy. I think that Elizabeth looked at the mute Zacharias with a twinkle in her eyes, and she said, no, 
we're going to name this one John. I wonder how Elizabeth knew because Zacharias had been mute since the day of the angel's visitation. I think that Zacharias might have written it down for her and said, honey, this is what we're going to name the baby boy. The angel told me so. Elizabeth listened and believed just like Mary did. Elizabeth is a blessed woman of God. Verse 61, and they said to her, there is no one among your relatives who's called by that name. They said, Elizabeth, let's talk about precedent for a minute. Let's talk about history. Let's talk about how we do things in the Hebrew nation. We always name a firstborn son after his daddy. And if it's not his dad, then certainly his granddad. Where did John come from? John came from the throne room of God. I believe that this singular event, the fact that John was not named after Zacharias, shows that God was about to do a new thing on planet Earth among his people. It was no longer business as usual, but God had a new way of enacting his will and his love toward the families on planet Earth. So God was stretching them. God was saying, hey, let's do things my way. The oldest past, certainly new things have come on planet Earth. Verse 62, and they, who is they? Well, it's the relatives and friends, made signs to his father as to what he wanted him called. And he asked for a tablet and wrote as follows. His name is John. And they were all astonished. And at once his mouth was opened and his tongue was loosed. And he began to speak the praise of God. After obedience always comes freedom. Zacharias listened and obeyed. And in that moment of obedience, the tongue of Zacharias was loosened. And what was the first thing that Zacharias did as he began to speak again? Well, he worshiped. He worshiped the Lord in that moment of freedom. I want to tell you today, I don't know what you're waiting for, but help is on the way. God will come in his own chosen time. And when the answer comes, the rejoicing will be enormous. Have you listened and obeyed? Have you believed for the promise of God in your moment in history? If you can say yes, like Elizabeth and like Zacharias, I have listened, I have obeyed, I want you to know the next thing you need to do is to worship the Lord. Worship the presence of God this Christmas season. And just like we've seen today in the story of Elizabeth and Zacharias, the joy will be enormous. You are not forgotten. You are not ignored this Christmas season. Help is on its way to your life and to your home. hope that today's program reminded you what the heart of Christmas is truly all about. I love spending this time with you and from my heart to yours, Merry Christmas.